On today's job board, we have Ken Newcomb, mountain biking, and of course, course happenings. Today's episode is brought to you by Par West Turf Services. Par West, for all your golf course and home course needs, from range mat rubber tees to the Par West exclusive Burrow RX smoking machine. Par West Turf Services. Use promo code Jingweeds for free shipping on orders over $250. The views and opinions presented in this episode of From the Jingweeds podcast are strictly those of Matt and Dan and do not reflect those of their respective clubs. The content of this podcast is meant for entertainment purposes only. And now, let's tee off. listening um me and dan are just trying to do our thing you know how it goes we're here to have fun dan what is going on uh full looks like swing. not full yet swing. looks it oh yeah Let's you got that. a little picture of the golf course in your background that's pretty cool that's for a magazine and, yeah nice. <laughs> that's what it looks like today nice and we uh also are joined by andy the producer andy what's going on how's it going boys happy to Again, be here excited yeah, that mustache is fucking getting better and better. I like, I, I miss you week by week, but I really do enjoy the space in between so I can see how this fucking thing has grown. That thing's nasty. Funny story. I burned it a little bit today. I went to let my bla- I'm fucking not shocked. I went to let my black and mild and then I was like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Oh, it's nice. Still burnt hair. Um, can you throw 95 left-handed? Because with uh, that no. fucking oh yeah. 89 is what I top out at. Oh, 89. False. Yeah. It bombs. 8.9. 8.9. 8.9. 67. Well, let's uh, introduce our guest here. We, uh, we're on number three in a row here, Dan, for having guests. We are joined tonight by the vice president of Par West Turf uh, Supplies. Ken? Turf services, right? Ten turf services. Ken, Start over. Ken, Start over. Start don't over. have to worry about it. We'll just let Ken tell us about it. Ken, <laughs> I did what's the ads, going on? Of course, I worry about it. Hey, thank you for having me. I'm excited hey. to be here. Yes, um, Ken is also part of the losing team of the Jingweed Invitational this year, and uh, that's where we went to was Ken's neck of the woods and played a couple golf courses out there. Uh, Ken, that was your first time. Tell everybody how awesome the Jingweeds is, just so we can get more involvement. It was the best way to lose $200 I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to put it. Yeah. I had a blast. Had, we came back. We won a little bit on the last day. Yeah, a little bit on the last day made it well worth, uh, you know, it didn't hurt so bad, I guess. Didn't hurt so bad. It didn't hurt so bad. No. Um, so Ken is, uh, 
how long have I known you, Ken? Probably seven, eight years. You started superintendent out here is where I met you. You've been a superintendent I, all yeah, over the place. Yeah, I moved so. out there in 2012. So okay, eight years now. Jesus. And you were here for what, three? I was there for almost two years. Wow. And you worked up at Anthem Country Club up in Anthem, Arizona. Weird little neck of the woods that place is. Gated. Boxton community, like Boxton City, basically. It is, and I lived there too. Yikes! <laughs> I liked it. It was it was a really it's it like nice fucking, place to be. It's like fucking Truman Show, though. That park they got up there is money, though. The yeah, park you, they have is awesome. It's unreal. Like nice. a full like I roller hockey rink. That's pretty pretty legit. A train, this monster water park. Water Shit. park. Yeah. It is money. It's worth yeah. the trip. We got kids. Wow. So there, shit on me for shitting on Anthem. Much <laughs> how that went. There goes our Anthem listeners. Yeah. Where else <laughs> were you superintendent um, in your days coming up through the business? Because you're up was, in California. Yeah, I was a superintendent a lot of places. Um, I worked for two companies for 14 years. Uh, I worked for American Golf when I got out of college, and then I went to work for Club Corp, and uh, mostly in California, and probably at, I don't know, five or six golf courses over that time. And that, those golf courses were yours, not the ones that you oversaw, because you got into a position later where I met you as, as you kind of were traveling around as yeah, a kind of regional superintendent. I got hired at Club Corp as a regional superintendent. Okay, so all the individual stuff was with American Golf? No, I, during, uh, as a regional, I always had my own course, too. Oh, Jesus. So I had my course, and they were always 36-hole courses. I was going to say, up here, it was 36. Yeah, that's Because that's how we did it back then. And, uh, and then I had a region. That's how Dan and, uh, does it now. Only yeah. one region. <laughs> I think the smallest region I ever had was probably eight. And I think when it was at the biggest, it was probably 14-ish, 14 or 16 courses. From And where did those states stretch from? That went all the way up to Washington? Yeah, I had uh, Seattle to Vegas to, yeah, and all of California. Albuquerque? No, we didn't didn't have anything out there. Okay, and then someone else was Texas? Texas probably so, yeah. had a, a shit There's ton. There's a lot in Texas. Was, yeah, yeah, I think they had a couple guys out there. Nice. So you did that for how many years? Eight. Eight years. And yeah. uh, so where you sit today, you are. Give us a little story of what what's Power West. Do do better than Andy does. I mean, Andy yeah, is I mean, Andy, spectacular. I, <laughs> See that, Andy? That was what you call a perfect segue. I knew where Ken was. I lobbed that thing up, and he I'm got... editing the shit out of that segue. <laughs> Andy is the unsung hero of the podcast. Oh, and Andy's going to do that. more voiceovers for us. I hope so. Let's do it. Yeah. I want to know more about the double-headed maintenance rig. <laughs> Talk to me about that. Big guy. See, see how he can do it? He can just bring anything in. <laughs> yeah. so, you well, know, I want a pair of Cujo super shoes, just so I could say I have a <laughs> pair of Cujo super shoes. 
<laughs> anyway, I, sorry, go ahead, Kevin. And I said I do have a pair of those Cujo Super Shoes. And they are does. super Matt, shoes. Matt was a model for us for our mm. catalog. Yes. <laughs> but we only got his feet because we didn't want the rest. Yeah, no <laughs> need for the rest. Yeah, no need for the rest. Oh, that's a little X-rated for the rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I even had pants on that day. <laughs> yeah, I never wear pants. Threw them on today. Today was a little chilly out here. Today it was, was uh, very windy and did not get out of the 60s. It was about 64 all day at my place. Uh, that's a huge drop from last week, 90 fucking degrees. Yeah. Um, it's not ideal for popping seed. No, it's definitely not. You have second golf course that's going right now. Um, first one's going. Everybody's still happy or to take a little blast from that drop off. I mean, you know, my water, my soils. We'll see. I'm just driving around cloudy days. It never looks good. So a lot, of, play, a lot of golf. A lot, ton of of golf. golf. Yeah, ton of golf. We are packed. Members are coming back. It just we're still on cart path, but it's just cold. We we made it a urian iron app today to kind of kick it up, but yeah, uh, uh, a lot of Bermuda out there. Ken, what uh, what are you seeing in golf out in California? You're in the Cal what Carlsbad for to Riverside area is where you live. No, I live in Orange County. Oh, in Orange so, County? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I know um, I was just there. I said I just drank beers at that counter. That at my morning. house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at your house. But, hey, I was just driving. I was just driving <laughs> while I was there. I just followed the directions. So, but, uh, not, you... but not after you were drinking beers at my house. You were not driving. No, definitely not. Since we're on the podcast, yeah. and we would never do that. <laughs> no, <laughs> for sure. True that. Uh, so what are you seeing in golf out there? huge spike uh yeah everybody's really busy i mean uh, you saw it we we had to fight to get tea times out here when we were yeah setting everything up it was everybody's cranking and it's still going even with school kind of back in session everybody still seems pretty happy about what's going on everybody's busy i think out here is a little different because the food and beverage and the weddings and the big tournaments are such a huge part of the revenue yeah. that they don't have i think that they're you know the golf is way up i don't know if the revenue is way up i got you yeah um i think in the deserts it wasn't as bad because the summers are kind of dead on that end anyway yeah um, and it was but, just kind of a little bit busier than dead that's kind of yeah. you know it was a yeah. you actually made a little bit of money than getting crushed for the season um so how does that affect you know this kind of bump in golf it's nationwide it's damn near worldwide where you can still play and know places are starting to shut down in the you know northeast and the midwest and whatever they or at least they're thinking about it what are you seeing you know is your business spiked up because of so much traffic now on the golf course using the accessories you know or people trying to you know i guess the whole covid what's going to save us from covid is that you know is that what you got kind of pounded with you know, as far as what you you saw in a spike in business? Well, it's kind of. I mean, what we what our typical business pattern is, is the spring is really, really busy. So March, April, May, and the fall is really, really busy, September, October. Uh, in between is usually fairly dead. Um, the spring was awful because everybody was closed in April. 
in yeah. March. Um, but then after that, then yeah, we were really busy all through the summer. Um, and a lot of it was COVID related stuff, you know, hand Some, sanitizers everybody. and everybody figuring out how to operate under the new guidelines, whatever they were, cause they were different everywhere. Yeah. Um, I mean, they were different city to city here. You could have a golf course that was open one place and closed a mile away. That's um, crazy. And then the fall kind of went back to last year. I mean, the fall kind of went back to normal, which was our big question. Um, and then kind of we'll see what happens from here. Right. Are you seeing a big swing in, you know, your typical, you know, let's put it, throw it out there, the bunker rake. You, I mean, how many of those are you selling compared to what you were before? Uh, a lot more than I planned on, but probably – I haven't run the numbers, but I would guess we're probably uh, 40% less than last year. Is there, are you making that up with anything else? I know because I didn't order bunker rakes. I didn't order ball washers. I don't know if people are ordering inserts for the cup, if they're finding the right insert or if, I mean, like a lot of stuff I would order coolers. They're not getting ordered. Rakes aren't getting ordered. Ball washers aren't getting ordered. Like, are you seeing an uptick in anything else if that's down? Yeah, Dan's not going to be doing our commercials. I can tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, you can edit it all. Yeah, uh, edit, edit that out. Nope. Because, uh, I think Parade might have a heart attack with that. Stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, actually, you know, it, it has. I mean, what I've seen is the revenue stayed pretty flat, even though they weren't buying that. So yes, they. You know, a lot of guys did some upgrades on things this year that maybe they wouldn't have. Uh, we had a lot of guys in Arizona who did, you know, new tee markers or um, tee signs or, you know, stuff like that, that, you know, maybe they squeezed in the budget because they weren't buying the rakes. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's what I was asking. We're looking at now our benches are old and we're making up the revenue for stuff like that. So yeah, like exactly. new water coolers, new benches, those all, but we need to get to the bench committee to make a decision on the bench. Oh, man. Is that like a beautification? I think that's what it was called up at Desert Highlands was a no, beautification was a, committee. And it was basically the just, landscape up the side of the road. No, just the bench subcommittee. Oh. Who's on these committees? Like, I know you live on a private course. Members. Like, is it? Members. Retired people. Retired people. Cool. That need a reason to make a decision. Yeah. Because the only other decision was yogurt or oatmeal. <laughs> Both. Yeah, yeah, it, that's what I do. Favorite snack in the world is yeah, yogurt, well, oatmeal, yogurt, oatmeal, and peanut butter. Yeah, good rib sticker. <laughs> yeah. I guess what is the biggest? I mean, I guess never mind. You said T markers and stuff. I'm gonna edit that part because <clears throat> I was wondering the same question Dan asked. Like people obviously aren't going to order certain things. So what is the new, what are the new products that are able to order? Or do you have products that like Barker rakes are tough to do. So what, what type of products are you going to offer that can be quote unquote contactless bunker rakes or something that makes it a little bit easier for your everyday golfer to be able to cover up those tracks? I, I you know, there, there hasn't been a good option for bunker rakes. I think everybody just kind of figured they're going to go back. And if I see a trend right now, that's the trend I see is that um, they're starting to go back um, because, I mean, I'm not a doctor or a COVID expert, but 
feel pretty comfortable saying that your odds of getting COVID from a bunker rake are probably not very high. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I put them back out on mine basically. And, and I think, you know, I was just looking for help, you know, and I figured someone using some wooden. Yeah. I, I, you know, that was the big question. The big question on our side of the industry was, um, were people or superintendents going to take bunker rakes off the course and go, Hey, this is great. My course looks awesome without them. I don't have to mow around them. I don't have to deal with them and never put them back. Or was it going to be that the bunkers were so awful that they wanted them back? And that was kind of the million dollar question that we were having, you know, starting last spring and into the summer. Yeah. If you know your customer, well, I guess that's not really the way to say it, but do you know, you know, your guys that are ordered at the IE, the Mies, because I'm on a public place versus a place like Dan's who, or any other privates that might not order it. Do you see it all leaning towards that public course? Uh, I, I would guess from the orders that I deal with personally, the privates are putting them back probably yeah. faster than the publics. Huh. That's interesting because Dan does not have them. And you guys do a pretty good job of communicating to the member that, hey, yeah. you know, wipe your foot across it. And, you know, when I played or when I was out there driving around one time and then I played those couple holes with you, you know, while this was all going on, I thought your, yours were a hundred times better than mine. Just from that simple. My, my members don't care because they get kind of not relief, but they get to drop it in the bunker. So they get a better, you know, they get to improve the lie. So right. they're not going to complain about that. Yeah. And, and that's kind of the local rule that I think that's taken over everywhere is that you get I, to drop it. I thought that the USGA or I thought it was just known golf wide that if there's no bunker rakes and you get to take, because there's a yeah. really good chance you're going to be in a footprint. Yeah. Right. And better. And you shouldn't right. be penalized, which huh. you should never be penalized if there was bunker rakes on there. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> yeah. True. True yes. that. Uh, kid, what are some, uh, through this whole thing, do you have any of the like most ridiculous things that were sent to you from the guy tinkering in his garage trying to save us all from COVID? I just cleaned them all out of my office this week. There, were, oh. there was a stack of them. There was probably, I would guess there were probably 15 different lifters that were sent to me in the last six months wow. uh, to get a golf ball out of a cup. And they were basically all exactly the same yeah. with some slight variation that made them better or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. and, and that has been, I mean, that's been a huge item. That was a, a good, a good pickup for us. Um, yeah. You know, was then, it? Go ahead. I wonder yeah. how many how many hole in ones have been affected by some sort of device in these cups. Could you imagine like hitting one and then hitting the pool noodle and popping out, or the, the upside down cup or whatever it is? Like, I wonder how many it's been affected. Yeah, what I if you had the, the million dollar hole in one and blast off the fucking pool noodle? Yeah, well, there was the one right when shit was like closing down, or maybe it was opening up. It was the picture that was all over from Marion when the guy hopped it into. A cup, the cup, but there was an elevated um, piece of PVC 
and it sat in between the PVC and the stick. Yeah. Like, is that real? Who the fuck knows, right? But if it is, taking it shit. all the time. Yeah, yeah. But these days, did he go rest the ball there and snap a photo? Probably. Yeah. So that's... we played in the gin leagues. We played three courses that had three different things. Yeah. One of them had the upside down cup. One of them had a, I think it was actually a homemade lifter. I don't think that was purchased from anyone. And the other had the pool noodle. Yeah, and the other had the pool noodle. Yeah, that first uh, lifter thing, that was exactly what I thought they would all look like. It was a coat hanger, you know, with a couple pieces. What's what started out as plastic, but then I think a couple of them were held on there by zip ties. Yeah, they were all bent to fuck. Yeah, that golf course, and that was the one that you worked at. What was the name of that yeah. place? Cota de Casa. Yeah, Cota de Casa, thirty-six. The Italian. That's <laughs> I. I gotta go. I'm just gonna edit that section out. Sorry about <laughs> that, guys. But so, uh, anything you miss from your days of? being the superintendent or are you so glad you got out of it the with kind of the way you see the, this side of it going these days is it you know and i say uh, that with all respect but it just wasn't the fun wild we're gonna go out and grow grass and be farmers that i dreamed of getting into i i miss a lot of it um i i think I miss being outdoors. I, I am stuck behind a computer almost every day, all day now. Yeah. Um, but I really miss the camaraderie. I really miss, you know, hanging out with the other superintendents um, and playing golf and going around. And, you know, as a regional, my job was a little bit different because I traveled a lot. Yeah. And, and I really enjoyed that part of it. I really enjoyed seeing my superintendents seeing their courses because I felt like I learned as much from them or more from them than I could ever offer them. Yeah. You know, right. Especially with all these different geographic areas, everybody does things different and, and different grasses, you know, so I, I miss that stuff a lot. I don't think I could do it anymore though. I just don't have the appetite to deal with the members and the staff and, you know, looking for people all the time. Yeah, that's uh, um, that's the not fun part yeah. is what you're doing it with, you know, these days. As far as the lack of bodies, uh, the lack <laughs> of bodies, I would say it. I mean, you could, I could. We say this all the time. We could go on forever about this. I put up a ad on Indeed. Uh, had somebody respond. Uh, and it was. I looked at her the resume, and it was like general contractor. Uh, something else working still. And I, I responded, I was like, you know, I'm all for this, but I think you may have applied to the wrong thing. No response. Another one sent him back. Hey, meet me Wednesday, you know, Tuesday morning, six o'clock, no response. That was it. And it's been up for five days, two people. Well, one of them, one of them actually uh, calls and well, and texts me, and says that he's going to make up his own job and his own money. And he's going to move across the country and work for me. And I was just like 25 bucks an hour. And he put his own job description on there. And I was like, who, what person does that? 
25 bucks an hour, I'm going to come out there and I'm going to do this and I'll make sure all your stuff's clean and I'll make sure all my equipment's good. I'm like, no, that's not working. Buyer's back. How about 20 bucks an hour and a new job description? I was like, dude, I'm looking for a maintenance worker. Well, that's not going to work out. Okay. I told you it was going to be 12 to 15 bucks an hour. That's what I need. No, I think I'll say this. I don't remember it ever being easy either. I mean, I remember it being go out in the lunchroom and just say, Hey, we need guys tomorrow. And just, they'd be stacks. I remember having stacks of uh, applications. It was crazy. And you just called, you know, and would be months later, Hey, start calling. We need a couple guys. And they'd be guys that had put in their applications months ago. Yeah. I'll be there tomorrow. It was fucking great. But, yeah, and I think a lot of it depends on the area you're in and who you're working for. And, right. You know, you, you know, know what, one, I mean, when I was at Cota de Casa, one of the big issues was the workers, the, everybody, nobody lived within 30 minutes of there. Yeah. And that made it really hard to find people. That's an issue I have, you know, because of where my golf course is, it's located, you know, I say it's a little cul-de-sac of the valley and it's expensive to live out there. So I get it. You know, you're not going to be able to attract those people. Um, as easy or they don't just don't live there and then they drive by how many golf courses on the way to mine you know i get the the stragglers that didn't get there first at the other place so in all your travels of golf uh i'm surprised andy hasn't asked this yet but uh what's the favorite golf course dog oh do you just snipe that like well, i was I coming mean, for it you two, are, letting- si- you two are sitting there like there's not a word coming out of it, and I'm trying my best to carry. But no, <laughs> I, have, I have all sorts of it questions. Cut you off? What is that transition like going from superintendent to being what essentially is almost like sales, right? Like, that's a big, big transition, and how did that work out for you? Like, obviously, being a superintendent, you got to leg up and understand the products that you're peddling. But, like, at a certain degree, you kind of touched on it. Like, I sit behind a desk. Was that tough? Like, why did you make that transition? Uh, yeah, that was a very, very tough transition. And yes, my job is 100% sales. I got to keep money coming in all year long to pay my staff and keep everybody happy. Um, I got burnt out being a superintendent, uh, you know, mostly by by the members, just the constant complaints. Um, you know, I, I was lucky. I had really, really good bosses. It was really hard to leave. Um, I just didn't really want to do it anymore. And, uh, I kind of fell into this by accident because the relationships that I had, because this is a really small industry and, you know, don't ever burn a bridge in it. Cause you never know where that next, next job is going to come from. And I had someone I knew for a long time that wanted me to help them out and kind of, kind of started as like a part-time thing. And then it ended up turning into what it is now. How how long have you been at Par West? I I apologize for not knowing, but how long have you been doing Par West? So I left my job in right around Thanksgiving of 2014. So it's been just about six years now. And it's just, are you married? Like, I'm assuming you have kids. I can see your kind of house. I'm I'm guessing that you're married and have kids. I'm married. I have a a 14-year-old son and a four-year-old girl. Oh, snap. 
Yeah. Age gap. So oh. I, yeah, I quit my job with a steady salary to go into sales that was more commission-based, which was a huge pay cut for a while. And my wife got pregnant six months later after not being able to. So that was, yeah. Uh, it's life changing. It Maybe yeah. all, all yeah. for the right thing. You know? That was all. God's little practical joke, we call it. But yeah. <laughs> she's, she's awesome and everything worked out. And so it, I'll tell you what, like when you go to where you have to, when you go into sales, you have to kind of earn what you eat, right? You got to kill what you eat. Um, and there's nothing that motivates you more than your wife getting pregnant because you got to figure out. You gotta figure out how to do it. Sink a swim, yeah. son. Sink yeah. a swim. <laughs> got another there's mouth only, to feed. Yeah, so. there's only one choice. Yeah. That's crazy. So how many rounds of golf do you get in when you're going? Like, I mean, that's kind of the beauty, right? Like you sell golf products, so you gotta go check out. Like, hey, so how often do you get to play? Or is it like a lot of calls? I don't call on anybody. Um, I, I'm kind of more in the operations side running the company. Um, we, we have sales reps that go around and call on people. I could play quite a bit. I don't play very often. I haven't played since the gin weeks and I probably didn't play for six months before that. Um, just, you know, cause of family and kids and my son's heavy in baseball. And so just, you know, that's not where my time goes, unfortunately these days. And everything else is just chasing the buck. And everything, yeah, of, I need to get I need to get back involved and going. You know, my plan this year was to get really involved and get back in the association meetings and stuff. And then COVID came and there are none. So yeah. Uh, so you guys, was, yeah, they they shut pretty much everything down. They were they ever trying to do any virtual stuff to keep it? You know, keep. It I think they did. I guess. Yeah, I, I, they're getting ready. It looks like the SNR tournaments in the fall are going to be actual golf events. Oh, so really? I'm, I'm planning on participating in at least one of those. Maybe. That's cool. Yeah, yeah we have a uh, our Cactus and Pine as a board meeting, I think the second week of November, two days. It's like the annual, really, let's track this out. So it's going to be interesting to see with what our plan is going forward. Because right now I still don't see – you know, they're talking all these spikes and whatever. So what's going to happen? They'll probably start slowing down on, I guess, being the being the first guy to hold the party. I don't want to be part of it. You know, I still don't want to be that group. Uh, I know this Halloween party is going on. I'm supposed to be heading to one allegedly on Saturday. And I'm just like, all right, we'll see how this goes. You know, but I almost don't even want to be part of it. So it'll be interesting to see how these golf events Go. I'm going? scratching your computer, dude. What oh, are you sorry. doing? <laughs> sorry. Yeah, scratching something. My bad. What are you going to be for Halloween? I'm not going. I'm this right here, golf course superintendent. Wait, I guess what? it's not really a hey. – see, that's another thing. I guess it's not even really a dress-up party. So If why you want an easy it? costume, you want an easy costume, do you have a robe? You get a robe, put on some sweatpants, take a paper and a coffee mug, and you're, you're, you're the next-door neighbor. I got you, buddy. Say that again. <laughs> Bathrobe, sweatpants, newspaper, coffee mug. You're the next door neighbor. Oh, nice. That is good. 
I have no newspaper or no bathroom. I think it's like shirt and tie and boxer shorts. And you're everybody working on Zoom right now. <laughs> oh, nice. Shit, I am so out of the loop. I don't even know. I don't even know. That's what Matt wears on the golf course every day. Shirt and tie. <laughs> yeah. You <laughs> <laughs> imagine hand watering greens. <laughs> yep. <laughs> With high socks and loafers. With a newspaper and a cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I got to get in the loop on this stuff. <sighs> so, so uh, uh, real quick, last question. What's your favorite course dog? I'm going to cheat. I'm going to cheat like Brawley did. Because we didn't have it when we were at Kodo, but they have a really good, they call it the cup of chicken. Uh, it's like chicken salad with jalapenos. Um, that was my go-to when I used to, I used to play there every Friday when I worked there. And that was always the go-to. Yeah, not a hot dog guy. I like them. I like them. But I don't know. This seems healthier, right? To yeah. A cup of chicken? It's probably not <laughs> at all. But. I mean, the jalapeno helps clear the system. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Hot dog is a, a piece of meat. It doesn't sound very appetizing when you look at hot dog. No. Uh, I don't yeah. know, cup cup of chicken doesn't really elevate it to the next level to me. <laughs> oh <it>? yeah. <laughs> I mean I get cup of noodles. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I just didn't want the just don't want the bread. Just don't want the bread. <laughs> Got this cup of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Uh, the, the best though is what you guys talked about on the last one is some of the some of the places out in the desert that have the full chef and stuff going right at the turn yeah with the street tacos or i know they used to do the, the pulled pork out there those are yeah. those are by far the best yeah those were uh pretty crazy ways on yeah. You got any places in like amongst those courses you ran that were anywhere near that level? Like, did they do kind of weird things at certain places? I don't know if maybe it was the street tacos or the food stands or whatever. Was it, you know, music on the driving range? Was it different stuff out in the driving range, you know, floor to hit at? You know, were there almost, we call it kind of circus golf, but just to get people to play golf. Yeah, like at Kodo, we used to call it the cruise ship because it seemed like it was more like working on a cruise ship than working on a golf course sometimes. I mean, we had we had full blown concerts there um, that I had to help work at. I think the first one I ever did was Huey Lewis. My first concert ever in my entire life was Huey Lewis. Sports. Yeah. And then uh, I can't remember all the ones we had there, but. I mean, we had big, big concerts. The all of the big tournaments had, you know, we would have the chef out doing something on at least one of the tees, if not a couple of them. And you know, we had a couple members who owned big, big, huge liquor companies that would have pretty exquisite things out there. And we had members that owned big restaurant chains that would bring giant food trucks out there. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, we had a good time. So it was always just some cool vibe. Yeah. Like get away from the old man golf and bring in some 
you know, and just had a good time and golf showed up at it. Well, I think that, that club, yeah, that club is not an old, it's, it's a very young membership. So it was really, it was made for those kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I want to know what your favorite product on the par West is. Yeah. And when it says par West exclusive, does that mean it's legit exclusive? Cause I love saying that. And the Par West exclusive doublehead maintenance rakes. <laughs> Favorite product. <laughs> I don't know what you, what do you use that for? Somebody enlighten me what I need a doubleheaded maintenance rake for. Because it, it rakes bunkers in half the time, right? Because it's twice as wide. Yep. And we used to use it at the, on the walkways up to the T's. Walkways. You know, so. they, they use them a lot for pine straw back East. Um, okay. Yeah, double the work. They double the work. I think with all joking aside, the one that I really like the most because I got involved in it really early on is, is the shoe. Um, I had a, I don't even remember how I got in contact with this guy, but somebody sent me uh, a message or something from the guy who invented it. And he invented it for people working in their backyards. He was a gardener and He's like, ah, oh, there's not a good shoe. My feet get wet, da 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 Somebody kind of sent it to me. And I saw it. And I, you know, I'm Southern California guy. I wore shorts at work a lot. And it's really hard to find a shoe that looks okay with shorts, but that your feet don't get wet in the morning walking around. Yep. And so I called the guy and I said, hey, um, you know, I'm with this company. And we sell the golf course superintendents. He's like, what's a golf course superintendent? So, well, I think it's going to be your biggest customer. And so we started talking and we got involved really early. He hadn't even, he had only had a prototype at that point. He hadn't even manufactured them yet. <laughs> I said, we want to be, you know, in the golf business, we want to sell these for you. And, and I ended up becoming really good friends with him and it took off and it was, so that was a cool thing because it was one of the first I ever got involved with. And, and it turned out to be a pretty successful, successful product for us. That's awesome. I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I want a pair. They're, they're, I a they're pair. awesome. I know where you could buy some, Andy. <laughs> I do that. Exclusively on Gene Weeds, right? <laughs> on orders over two fifty. They ship to Nebraska. Everybody <laughs> get those custom. Ship all over the world, Ken. Uh, we do ship you, all over the world, and we do, yeah, quite a bit international. You got any spots that kind of, or is there one that when it first came across you and holy shit? This is going there. Uh, yeah, there's a couple. There's a couple countries I didn't even know existed. Um, <laughs> one, of, one of my biggest customers now is the island of Mauritius, um, oh. which I, I had never heard of, didn't know it was country. Uh, matter of fact, when the guy contacted me, I thought it was one of those, hey, uh, I'm a prince in Nigeria, and if you give me... Yeah, I ended up having a pretty good relationship with a guy that ran a big resort out there and there's it, Mauritius is a little island in the Indian Ocean I mean I'm talking if you look at a if you look at a world map or you go to Google right now you don't even see it because it's literally like a speck but they have 12 golf courses and they're like the golf mecca for Europe so the Europeans go there to play golf. Oh, wow. And, uh, you know, we kind of got involved with one guy there. And now we're involved with almost all the courses out there and have a sales rep out there. And um, 
it turned out to be cool, but I, I didn't even know who they were or where they were. Yeah, I, that's awesome. Jingweed's 2033. We're going to Mauritius. I'm telling you, my wife and I, our 20th anniversary is next year. And I've been promising her, I'm like, you know, that might be a good work trip to go out there. And I mean, the resorts are unbelievable. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, if you get a decent relationship with the dude, score yeah. on all ends. Hopefully you can fly by then. And write the trip off, you know? Yeah, that's you imagine that's what, what their saying. course dog tastes like? Uh, Ooh. Jokes. Yeah, jokes just ran through my brain like you wouldn't believe. Course dog. <laughs> oh shit that's pretty wild uh ton of business going asia i'd imagine asia is a big market for us so Uh, we've talked i think we covered this years ago tell me if this is still true so you guys have products and i don't know if you can talk about this but you guys have products that are made over there they get shipped over to you and then you ship them back that may or may not be true Okay, that may or not be true. I got you. That's there's a lot of products that are made in the USA, but may very well have components or raw materials from Asia first. Which is, you know, this whole COVID thing has been eye-opening because, you know, we work with a lot of vendors, and you know, it just it literally takes one tiny part that somebody can't get right now that shuts down an entire product line. And, you know, we've, I mean, we've got some issues right this second getting things to people because, you know, some the manufacturers waiting on one little piece from somewhere. Oh, wow. And either that guy's factory is shut down because of COVID or there's no exports from that country or whatever, you know, it's, it, it's a very uh, yeah. complicated infrastructure now. That's crazy. Just like Gary said on the last episode, it's not, you know, all the manufacturers and all that stuff. It's the guy that runs the bridge or the way to get it out. You know, that's the key, the key point in the whole movement and probably makes them <laughs> and probably makes the most money out of it all. That's pretty wild. Well, there's oh, no we way that. that you can let me go without at least. Oh yeah. It. Yeah, that's right. You got to okay. at least mention it. Just, all right. I've waited What's 1988 minus 2020 is like 32 years. Is that my, okay. is my math right? Yeah, that's a long time. And uh, so you were what, three when that? I was 12. Uh, wow, was you were 12. 12. You are an old man. Yeah. yeah okay. Congratulations on the LA Dodgers for winning the World Series. <laughs> I won the World Series. Yeah, that's number two for LA this season. That was pretty wild that the uh, two teams playing in the World Series could have gave either one of them would have gave that city the second trophy of the COVID year. Crazy uh, shit. Yeah. yeah. With an asterisk, as I've already been told by multiple people by text tonight. So. Well, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Let's t- all those people that asterisk that tell them to go live the life they did during that whole thing, yeah. trying to get this done, and yeah. see how long they last. You know? Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, those guys, the Dodgers lived in L or lived in Texas for the last month. Yeah. You know, all, all three of their playoff rounds. Yeah, that's funny. Kershaw, they were talking. Kershaw didn't get to he said he said he didn't get to go home and he lives like five miles from the stadium yeah. or some shit like that. Fifteen minutes from the stadium, he couldn't go there. That stadium's pretty badass. Yeah. 
crazy that it already was a new stadium because the other one was not that long ago. I didn't realize there was anything wrong with the old one. But. Yeah, exactly. Other than to just shove it in there. And they showed, was it the other night they panned away from like the blimp and the other one was lit up? Yeah. They like, were, what the fuck? Shut the lights they, off. Close it. I think <laughs> they said they were having the, um, like the, the players that weren't on the roster were all doing, you know, live oh, I gotcha. practicing and stuff in that one. Okay. There wasn't a high school field down the street they couldn't do that with. They just needed to keep the stadium that was like, what, 15 years old, maybe? If that's got to be older than that. Younger than that, right? Younger or older? Older. I went there as a kid. I was probably younger than 10, Andy. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that thing's old. Fairly old. It was over 20 years old. But how old is this yeah. one in Arizona? It's older than that. 96, I believe. Yeah, it's about time. It didn't seem like it would be that old, but it's time for a renovation there, too. Oh, for sure. That place is a shithole anyways. Yeah. yeah, that place was thrown up a little too fast from what I understand. So is that right? all of it's showing its face now, you know? Yeah. But where, what are they going to do with that thing? I think they are going to renovate it, not build a new one. No, they're talking about renovations. Yeah, because there's no place to put a new one. I mean, there's plenty of places to put it. It's just how much do you want to pay for the land to get it? Yeah. Well, let's see what happens with the coyotes. They're going to stick around. That would put a. I hope so. They need something in Scottsdale. Yeah, they definitely could use something in Scottsdale. But land is, probably, land is probably really expensive. Yeah, I know. But if they could put it all in one little so spot. Me, yeah, they'd like talking stick over there, that area. They wouldn't deed them the land or something like that. Yeah. The old Hit. talking walking stick casino. <laughs> that place is great. We used to go there when it was just a white tent. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we used to drive all the way up there because they had blackjack. That was when I lived down in Chandler. The other one didn't have blackjack. You went up to like a little tent. It was like being at the high school bazaar, raising money for your fucking to save the sports. <laughs> you we had we had yeah big sale on yeah, blackjack, big, big sale up Buy front. a brownie, play your hand. Couple. Did I tell little... you guys I went to blackjack college? I can do this. I got this. Yeah, hand. I mean, think how I got many this. Mundus Institute guys got jobs <laughs> when that place blew up? As soon as that thing became a fucking full casino, Mundus shut down. <laughs> didn't need any more students <laughs> they filled all the rosters yeah <laughs> Ken you're doing college now too aren't you right now man you're just letting out all my secrets aren't you I'm letting out all your secrets oh that's awesome you're taking a I, couple I, classes I uh, ended up somehow being a couple classes short of my degree which I found out about 10 years after I thought I graduated <laughs> um, and uh yeah i figured this is the only chance in my lifetime that i can do it all online and just get it done and over with so i'm i'm knocking out organic chemistry and pre-calculus right this second oh shit oh, after not being in school for 20 years so this is uh is it as is it as hard as i would imagine it being it's uh, it's pretty awful i'm not gonna lie. even harder yeah, I can only imagine what it would be. Rock like hard. Well, you're going to need that pre-calculus here in the next year or two. 
Yeah, I, I just want to tell, I, and I, I'm sure my, my professors don't listen to this podcast, but I just want to tell like all the, all the kids in the <laughs> class, I'm like, you're never going to use, you're never going to use this stuff. Unless you're, this is such a waste of time, but. But it's cool that you're getting it done. Yeah, no getting shit. it done. So. You know, that's the best part of it all is to sh- prove to the kid. If not, it's a nice lesson to the kids. That, yeah, I fucking did this. It may have taken me a long time, but fuck it, I did it. Right? And it, it's a good lesson to my son right now doing at-home learning that, you know, I'm on the same system that he is, basically the same software. And it's like, hey. Taking the same did- class as you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what's funny is he was in the room when I was doing organic chemistry the other night, and he's like, Oh, I know what that is. That's a lipid. We're doing that in my biology class right now. I'm like, great. Here, hop on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why don't, you bang, why don't you bang this out real quick? Yeah. <laughs> do, do you and me a favor. No vacuuming tonight. If, no vacuuming <laughs> if you bang this out real quick. That's awesome. Ah, so he's full time, still full-time at home? Uh, they are going back. He's in school two days a week. And then at home three days a week. Wow. And your, da- and your daughter is, she's going to school or like a preschool or anything? She's in the, I, I don't know. They call it TK. I don't really know what it is. I guess it's before kindergarten. Okay. They didn't have it. I don't think when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Um, she goes every day, but only for two hours. Oh, okay. So they're supposedly supposed to start increasing it now but now they're talking about maybe at the end of the semester or whatever do you see uh compared to when like we were there in september do you see more of your restaurants like opening like is everything starting to crank open because i hear different stories about california i still it sounds like to me uh you know i listen to rogan and all those comedians and everybody that live out there they basically talk about how it's still just shut down i think it's it's county by county right now so LA's, LA probably is shut down. LA is going to ride this out, I think, as long as they can and just lock it down. Yeah. Um, Orange County, where I live, is quite the opposite. We really Let don't it ride. <laughs> we, yeah. really, we don't have a lot of issues right now. And I think everybody just wants to open and try to get some sort of normalcy within reason, you know, but. You know, every county is a little different, like Riverside, where all the golf courses are in the desert is they're having a little spike right now. So nobody knows what's going to happen out there. Yeah, that's I read that here or see it here, whatever here that Arizona's having it. But uh, the foot is about three quarters of the way to the floor of this place is what I see of opening. Yeah, Um, I went up to went up to go mountain biking up in Pine, which is two hours north of here and. They are really not, I guess, I guess it's just kind of part of the county. They don't really have like a mayor or whatever it is that really runs it in. I don't think they know what masks are up there. I mean, it's wild. Uh, I thought that was pretty crazy. It was like, it was like not a single person. Like I went in to stop to get fuel and water and I went in there with my mask. I walk in there and I was just kind of like looked around and I like pulled it off my face. Like, yeah, man, I don't. I'm not, I'm, I'm tough. I'm tough like you guys. <laughs> you know, yeah, it was crazy. They didn't even have them. Uh, so I think that's fucked up, but 
I think we've we've just, got all all segments of of things going on here. We got the people that drive alone in their car with the windows up and a mask on. Yeah. You know, we've got the people that that uh you know are running around like nothing ever happened and right. Andy, and what are you seeing out in Omaha? Kind of the uh, same. Is it the same thing? Like, is it just you know? <clears throat> I hear different stories, and the only reason why I bring this up, oh, I hear how Massachusetts is doing, I hear California's doing, I hear, oh, Texas is this, and then I see what different spots in Arizona is. Everybody's just a ding-dong, and they all have, every area has the same exact it's a, mix. It's a mix. I mean, uh, I'll go to the gas station, and no one wears a fucking mask in the gas station, even though the sign says, please wear a mask. Uh, but, like, I'll go to the grocery store, and everybody wears a mask. So, and, like, I work, you know, I work, at a restaurant and I wear a mask all day. My coworkers don't, but I see people come into the restaurant with a mask and leave with a mask. So yeah. some and people take you, it seriously. Some people don't. So it's universal. That's, that's where the issue lies. Everybody's just kind of doing their own thing. Yeah. You know, but everywhere. grocery stores here don't fuck around. Like I don't, I don't do a whole lot of, like I pretty much stay inside all day. Minus a couple of things, but uh, the grocery stores will not let you in unless you're wearing that mask. They will not let you in, which is, I, I like that. So, yeah, I kind of do. And that's probably what I see more or less. That's the number one spot where I see it here is in grocery if, stores. If I see another person wearing their mask under their nose, though, I'm just, I just want to fucking throw something at them. Like, either don't wear the mask or just put the fucking mask. stick something just, in their nose, Andy. I yeah. want to. Just I'll be at a store. Andy will get noodle. so mad at me. She'll be like, Andy, stop. But I'll be talking shit. Oh, yeah, we can't put our fucking mask on our face. Yeah, it's so goddamn hard. <laughs> and I got a 10-year-old next to me, and I'm just dropping F-bombs. Like, it's something to do. Yeah, I just, I don't, like, just take your mask off. Like, at least just be that asshole. stick up there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to just carry around straws. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just go by and give them the two-finger fucking hooks. <laughs> Fucking grab them real quick. Get over here. Get over here. Yeah, that's it's pretty wild though. I don't know. It's just not gonna stop. So I just say fucking let it go. I've said it before. Maybe far worse. I I looked at sell something you could shove in somebody's nose when I walk about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm looking at cart signs right now. I kind (laughs) of want this recycled lumber scatter board just for the work because it says scatter on it. I think Stat. Andy's probably half of our website traffic right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll pump products all day, baby. Yeah, we need people to start and to download the app and also use the website to order That's your right. shit. Oh, there's a ParWest app? Oh, yeah. ParWest app. Well, Andy, where have you been? Tell me more yeah, about it. I think he's teeing it up. Yeah, the app. The app was uh, something I worked on a couple years ago. And basically the gist of it was when I used to drive around the golf course with whoever, with a superintendent, with my GM, with my boss, with a member, um, I thought, man, if there was just an easy way that somebody could just snap a picture of something and hit a button and either order it or get a quote or get something emailed to them, you know, it would make, make life easier for the superintendent. So we created that. We built we built an app and, you know, basically you can do that. Drive around with your GM. He says, Hey, what would it cost to replace that bench or whatever? And take a picture of it. You hit a button and you'll get a quote with benches on it. Um, 
you know, and then we, then we put the catalog in there we put, we have it linked to the website. So now you can flip through the catalog and click on something, just push on the picture and order it online. So we're just trying to make, make ways to make things easier for superintendents to do business now. Yeah. I use it. It's the only way I order. The Matt, app. Matt uses it. I used to joke cause there were two people that used the app, but I can't really make that joke anymore. It's actually caught, it's caught on a lot this year. Nice. Jane weeds. Yeah, Jane weeds. Yeah. Gotta keep pushing it. Keep pushing it. And one of them is definitely using the promo code Gene Weeds. Yeah. I can tell you that. So that's a good thing. I mean, yeah. and I, like I saw that. Dan tried to on his order, but I had, to quash, I had to quash that one. <laughs> Paying out the ass for shipping over here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I was gonna order bunker eggs with the goddamn shipping this year. Yeah, yeah, some of those things. Like, what was it, Ken? That we were talking about. I wanted to try out, and it was sometimes that it's the size. It's never the weight. It's how the, the size, how much space it takes up in a truck. It's you know? The FedEx and UPS last year set eight foot as the maximum. So if it's one inch over eight foot. So flag stacks used to be eight feet long, like if you guys remember several yep. years ago. And when they changed that, flag sticks went to seven and a half feet. Because <laughs> the second that box is over eight feet, it's like a minimum of a hundred bu hundred bucks to ship it anywhere. Oh wow! <laughs> and it could be one box of flag sticks. So um, yeah, so that, I mean, those are kinds of things I never even thought of. As yeah, that's why I kind of brought it up. Is that it? Yeah. I had no idea. I remember we were talking about something. I was like, oh, let me try that out. You know, we're like, um, it's going to cost a lot to ship it. Yeah. You know, I'm more than happy. And I was like, okay, is it worth it? And you said, no, nah, guys around here just aren't finding it really what it was worth. But it was something that was eight feet long and didn't weigh much. You know, so. It could weigh one pound. And if it's one inch over eight feet, it's going to cost at least a hundred bucks. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Huh. Anything else that kind of surprised you getting into the shipping business? That was. Oh, the shipping business is crazy. And I, I don't even claim to understand it all. Yeah. Um, how it even gets from one spot to another. You just yeah, scan I mean, it and it goes. But we pay for a lot of software now is how we're doing it to, to shop for the best rates um, using, I think we're up to four carriers now. Um, so we, I mean, we shop every single order that we, so ship. it just goes out to bid for those four carriers. It's all, it's all a software program now. So my shipping guy goes and he hits, he puts in what all the packages are. And then he hits a button. It gives a rate for FedEx, gives a rate for UPS, gives a rate for some of our local carriers, gives a rate for post office. And he picks the cheapest rate for each package because they all kind of rate them different yeah. um, to different areas. And so that's kind of how we do it now. That's definitely something I would have never thought. Yeah. You know, I would have figured it was you, you picked UPS or you picked FedEx. That's who you used. You know, that's how we used to do it. <laughs> that's how we used to do it. But yeah, it's, I mean, shipping's a big deal and we got to try to keep it as cheap as possible. Oh, yeah. There's nothing worse when you get something, you know, I know one of the other vendors that's out here, 
uh, and you get something and it comes halfway, you know, just across town and you see the shipping thing for this box that's not much bigger than your phone and it's going to switch in it. And it's like, holy shit, this is not going to look good. What, it, you know, for me, it's, it's more the look, you yeah. know, it's the look to the, you know, the cash controller or whatever it is that, hey, wait a second, this shipping is more expensive than this. You couldn't wait two days. Now I got to go and I got to explain why the, you know, the ignition switch on our greens mower is so important. And that doesn't seem that important, but to somebody. So I get to sit and continue to explain this. Those are the things that would probably drive me right out of the business <laughs> or that make me want to go out is trying to answer those questions over very, very, very important things. You wish that you could just take that, you know, the shipping charge and just, just hide it. Just make it now a $60 switch. Yeah. So I don't have to deal with that guy. You know, I know you probably get those guys. Uh, yeah. I mean, we're, we're always having that conversation, to be honest with you, about how to incorporate free shipping somehow. Yeah. Amazon. Primate. Oh, have you ever thought about a Par West Plus membership? We did. We did talk about that. I mean, I got that. ideas. Like, if you need a dude to just talk ideas, I got ideas. I don't know how to execute any of them, uh, but I got ideas. Andy's a big like, ideas guy. Huge ideas guy. I, and I don't sound silly. Like, I got good questions. Like, how can we fix the bunker rake issue? What's that product out there? Let me be your scout. You know, I'm just saying. Again, I got it. It's a plastic sleeve you put on your uh, rake, and then when you're done using it, you rip that off, and there's one underneath it. I actually, I actually like, like I, motocross like, goggles. Oh, no, like, <laughs> like, like, like motocross goggles. The lint roll. It, it's like a lint roll. The rake's this big around, like it's, a thousand clear plastics, and it's eventually. And then you just rip it off. It's a lint roller, dude. That's exactly what, what that is. Oh yeah, you get you get the sand off your shoes with the roller, and then just. Well, and the other thing is like you know, really, in the next two months, is all this going to just go away anyway? And people are going to put bunker rakes out. Yeah, you know, which is kind of what I think, just kind of what I see anyways. That's what I think. Right. You know, we wondered about, you know, what will happen, you know, is, you know, is now the stand they're going to be these cup lifters, you know, is everybody yeah. just going to have those, you know, and once those clubs bought them, I guess is what it's, what I'm yeah. saying is now that you bought it, you know, you sticking with this thing from here on out. I think I like the good in- ones, people are going to like them. I just I think they're going to get used to them because they're lazy I've, and they don't. I haven't right. seen it one time in a course in the Midwest. And I've golfed 12 times this year. So we could set a handicap, Dan, by the way. I got a handicap. But I haven't seen them out at all here in Omaha. They do not give a fuck about lift cups. Excuse uh, my language when you start pressing. Uh, what about you start selling out there, man? I'll pay you commission. Dude. Start taking them around. That means Andy is a wide open market. What do you do? Yeah. I mean, so, so the question is though, are they doing anything? Or are they? Doing yeah, anything? that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, so. uh, mostly pool played. pool noodles. That's yeah, the biggest see, one. She, I haven't played any clubs that have the lifters, but everybody's had something. Yeah, except for yeah. Desert Canyon. Fuck that Corona shit. Yeah, we got cups in normal. People don't pull the flags. They dig their hand in there, destroy the edge. Uh, and then we got bunker rakes out, ball washers are going, water coolers are out. 
and we are fucking packed. This has been definitely revenue wise the best October we've ever had. Yeah. Like easy. We uh, already had two days that were 200 plus golfers. The earliest that's ever happened is middle of November, right before the holidays. Uh, that might have been two or three years ago, I thought uh, Martin said, but we did it two days already. Um, actually, this past Sunday was busier than a Saturday. That is one of those never happens in Fountain Hills. You know, Sundays are usually big walk on days. Uh, so if you ever want to play out at Desert Canyon, go on a Sunday, you can usually walk right on whenever. You know, people in that town, they're older um, generation. So they do the church thing and kind of the family deal on Sundays. And it's pretty still wide open. But we had almost, we had 170 something or 180 something on Sunday. So I don't know what it was. Maybe people, you know, we got a lot of Midwesterners. Maybe they're watching their Big Ten football. <laughs> don't know. Yeah. You know, it was, it was first on TV, you know, so who knows? They didn't take the bait. The Huskers got fucking smoked. Oh, Jesus. I got got to fuck. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if that's confirmed. No, I don't know. I'm just kidding because I hate Ohio State too, so. (laughs) Daylight savings time yet? (laughs) Yeah, that shit's stupid. We should stop that too. I'm glad we don't do it. I know. I can't wait till we do do it so that we're not two hours yeah. ahead of you guys. Oh, yeah. That is a good thing. Yeah. I'm not something for two. <laughs> you get to go to bed early. Yeah. But, well, why don't we wrap this thing up and now that we're talking that it's bedtime. Uh, Ken, I want to thank you for coming like, on. like looking at us like idiots. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Uh, thanks for coming on, joining us. Thanks uh, for plugging us, help sponsor us, keep this thing going. Uh, it's Hopefully going to help us both out in the long run. That's the goal with this thing, partnership and grow together. Uh, thank you. We, we appreciate it. We, we love it. This is fun. This, I think, uh, I think you guys are going to grow. That's the, that's so. the plan. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully yeah. you put out, you know, give us a shout on Twitter, get out to that little course. And what was that country? Mauritius. Mauritius. Your yeah, viewership's going to jump in Mauritius after this. <laughs> yeah. hey, 12 golf courses, a couple of super, there's 12 listeners, all the superintendents. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, if it's a golf mecca, we can get some stickers on their ball washers. Right, let's get a free ride to Mauritius. No, yeah. no promo code Ginweeks in Mauritius, though. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm going to have oh, to. Only on orders over 2,000. 10,000. <laughs> Yeah, that's a long route. Shipping there is a whole different ball game. So. Yeah, <laughs> flag sticks are really expensive. Yeah, a pedal boat from the southern tip of Italy to wheel out. <laughs> yeah. You know those ones Too, that are always seem, yeah. seem like a good idea until you get like way out to the dock. And like, until yeah, you and pedaled the, for three minutes. Yeah. And the person on the left is way stronger than the person on the right, so you're just doing donuts a foot and a half off the fucking dock. And, you know, you're in there with your dad, and he's 230, and you're still, like, fucking 11 years old, and you weigh, like, 100 pounds, so you're sideways as fuck, trying to put rocks in the back. Yeah, those things sucked. Oh, so you've never been on one? <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those kind of paddle boats yeah that's an yeah. expensive ride for <laughs> to Mauritius. well hey ken good chat with you thank yeah. you again for joining right, us guys we'll do this again all right, all right thank later you. Uh, see ya. bye
The turn is brought to you by Candy. Feel the sugar rush. Now let's get back to the tea box. Yeah, there's uh, a shitload of spots on mine that are definitely all showing up, showing through just where the rye just smoked out. Yeah. You know, um, I do see what's very interesting is this year, I'm seeing more of the effects of last year's flood where all that silt and everything ran up onto the turf. I'm seeing more areas this year that are struggling there than they did last year. No shit. Yep. Even after I've aerified it fucking how many times? Three times. Yeah. In the summertime, I ran the aerovator over plus covered it in sand. And they are exact spots. The spot on number four where it comes out of the wash off the street, there was a shitload of silt there. Um, that area is tough. All along the edge of the car path on number five, with the car path, but that's the main wash that cuts through the golf course. So that was taking sand. We had sand and silt that were like 20 yards each side of that. Right on the edges is where it was heaviest, you know, where it was fucking three, yeah. four inches thick, you know, from the car path. It's all, it sucks. It's all Bermuda grass and it's just sand. Like you see it and it's just sand. Yeah. What the fuck? And all compacted silt. Like uh, the one that's in number four fairways is weird, crusty shit. Like I would have a tough time putting a fucking shovel in it. Really? And this year there was it was kind of a shitty spot of Bermuda grass, but there was at least Bermuda grass there. Yeah, right. It's like it's like we had another flood in some areas. It's weird. Fuck. Um, but it's I thought it was very because last year I was like, oh my god, none of this stuff's gonna come in. Like I can't even believe I'm seeding into half yeah. of the shit. But yet we were the whole time thinking, hey, we gotta get this place open. We gotta do something. You know, yeah. had many talks with the owner and at the time the other head pro, it was like, hey man, I'm really worried about this spot, this spot, this spot. Okay, we understand that. We'll get to that. We've got to open. We got to start making money. Okay, let's do that. It all came in fucking perfect. You know, we already had how many inches of rain from last year to, yeah. you know, at this point, um, we probably still had an extra two or three, you know, okay, now the frost hits, you know, a year ago this week. We were hit by some frost at the end of the week. Yeah, right. Um, but it all still came in perfectly fine. I'm not saying that it's bad this year. It's just weird spots that are showing up now that didn't show up last year at all. And I, and I can see exactly the soil type that, oh, that's fucking basically silt from last year. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Weird. I don't know. It's, so far, it's just seems slower, like when greens usually – you know, top dress some sedum. The Bermuda kind of works its way back up and masks that, you know, just the thin yeah. triv. Yeah. Well, the Bermuda's not even poking up through the fucking sand. Yeah. And you're talking the one that you're doing right now. The other one is fine. Yeah. The other one's great. Greens yeah, the awesome. other one's really good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, so the one we just did, like, you know, we went out and mowed it and just looked like sand. So, huh. I mean, we got a week. It, it always it seems to work itself out. We yeah. fertilize today. I just don't. It's just <laughs> weather. Having fucking 42 degrees or whatever it was this morning isn't ideal. Mm-hmm. Is that but, what it got to as a lowdown over there? 42? Yeah. yeah. yeah you know how it is, though. There's always a week or two or three in the winter where you're just like freaking out. And then a week later, it's like. Yeah, the, cl- the cloud cover on Monday definitely played tricks on me. Oh, yeah. Even when the sun came out later in the afternoon, driving around, it felt better. Had some sprinkles morning, today. Like, what the fuck? 
did you? Yeah, uh, I was fertilizing. I'm fertilizing fairways and everything this week. And uh, I'm out there on the Lily and I'm on number five and I did up by the pine trees there on the right hand side. So I'm coming out of the pine trees and, you know, sun's kind of shining through. And as I see this shit flying through the hip, like literally it was like, what the fuck is that? The Because tr- it was super windy today, too. Yeah. So it's like, right. is that all seeds coming out of these pine trees? No, nope, it's rain. I was like, oh, this is funny. This one pissing cloud above, yeah. you know, this is one cloud. The funny part is I'm looking across and I see Javier. He's on the tee box fixing a sprinkler head. And I'm kind of watching him. And all of a sudden I see him stop and just start staring up in the air like, what the fuck <laughs> is this? And by the time he stared at it, it was over. <laughs> really? So there's our rain. Woo-hoo! Yeah, of course he's fucking shit. saved. Of course he's saved. Shit. Yeah, there's talks. I didn't hear of anybody getting anything. Yeah, we're supposed to get some on Monday. Nothing. And I don't see anything more in the forecast. Nope. We're going to warm back up, too, which will be, I guess. That'll be good. 80s is fine. As long as it's not 100. Yeah, 80s is good grass growing weather. 80s and nice little crispy sunshine. Yeah. I can't believe how busy we are. It's fucking nuts. It's fucking good uh, for business. Dude. So, yeah, we did the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday last week at Carpath only. We got Monday, Tuesday, we got tomorrow to Carpath only, and then Thursday and Friday, Saturday, Sunday's open, and then we're going to be open and we'll close one hole a week going forward yeah. uh, for the rest of the year, meaning season. We, If everything goes good, we get some better weather, maybe get some rain out here, whatever, and everything is coming in great then I'm not going to close a hole. But if we need to close one, we're going to have a lot more, you know, I'll have a little bit more power that should be like, hey, number seven's got to be closed this week. Yeah. You know, whatever it is. Because, you know, we've gotten 200 and something on uh, Thursday, first day out on Carpath, 200 something on Friday, and then 160 and then 180. Oh, it was, there were some areas beat. Absolutely be like number 11, 11 underneath the eucalyptus trees was trashed. Was it trashed? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you can't stop it. Look how much traffic that is. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, and there's only one way on that fucking fairway. They all just come down the hill and before those ukes, they just whoosh, yeah. out there. Um, but number one, keeping number one closed the whole entire time, number one's never looked better this deep. Really? So we so that's a good thing to show that hey, closing these things, this is what we can hold on to. Yeah, no shit. Um, I still want to be able to hopefully hold number one. I may start it like our whole thing. We're just going to move up to number three, and we may still keep. Hopefully, we keep number one closed. You know, at least until it gets super busy. We haven't had any problems with it holding up any of the play, so there's no pace of play issue. Which, you know, yeah, one's a great hole. There's no reason to drive out there. Yeah, but right. But number one, number two, number three, those three holes are a little fucked for traffic. Yeah, that's you what I'm saying. There's, one is just once you get above the lake from the lake to the green, it's 100 yards in anyway. And right. It's not no further than 40 yard walk from the car path at any point. Right. And then number two is just a long par three that you know, is tough. Yeah. That's where I'm saying it slows a, a lot, slows down right there. The number three has the blind dog legs. So you're not sure when to hit. So that kind of, and then it spreads up. Um, but if, as long as the golfers are moving through and there's no fucking, you know, time issue with 210 golfers, then we're good. We're going to keep that baby closed. So, oh, I mean, I just always think that, Hey, if we can do it, 
you know, you stand on the first tee and that first hole looks fucking badass. Yeah. A lot goes away in your head right there. You know, you can, all right, this is going to be a good time. And then yeah. you get up there and snipe one in the fucking drink. And now it's, <laughs> you know, <oops. laughs> so yeah, should have hit three wood. <laughs> <laughs> you know, some sort of hybrid. That's what I do. And when I try yeah. to grow a little pear and hit the driver in the middle of the fucking lake. But, I don't know if I've ever hit driver on that hole. Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. During skins, for sure. Then. Uh, I played, uh, let's see, last Friday, I jumped in the cart. I played five, uh, six, then I jumped over to nine, and then I caught up with uh, one of the guys that lives on the golf course on number 13. So I played 10, 12, and then caught him on 13, and then played the whole backside in with him or the rest of them in. That was the first round out there, hitting some balls. It's okay. Um, you know, we're our worst critics, so. You know, I get out there and it's like, oh, it's kind of wet, slow, you know, no ball roll. Oh, fuck. I picked a piece of mud off my ball off yeah, the right. drive and it's like, fuck. But, you know, then you, you got to sit there and say, hey, dude, man, this shit's fucking three weeks old. Settle down. It needs It probably needs to be wetter, you know. Yeah, for sure. Didn't you just, didn't you just talk about the areas that were burnt up? Yeah. <laughs> you know, still fighting irrigation uh wet in areas dry in others which have changed which have changed over the yeah. years you know it seems like a bigger drastic change um for sure the button the button the 100 button is getting hit this year for sure um that is definitely gonna happen yeah. i just need to get my all this grown in you know then once hopefully we get some a little bit of rain or whatever i'm gonna hit that fucking button around the new yeah. year and start working it way its way back in because it's definitely all fucked up now. That's what I did start of summer. Is hit that button? Yeah. Yep. I should have at the beginning of the summer, but no better summer because we didn't have any rain. So we had all winter or all summer long to get it dialed in. Yeah. Still not still not close, but yeah. It never is. Oh, you know? it's nonstop. It's it's uh, pretty crazy. Just think of uh we talked about it before. <laughs> the old irrigation system. Imagine if you didn't have this. Yeah. You know, fuck. I wonder why those places soup and tire tracks through all the spots. You know, yeah. just couldn't control any of it. Just let it go. Yeah. Or it rains and can't fucking stop it anyways. Yeah. Oh. But so you guys open Monday the second the second one? Friday. Uh, no, Friday. Oh, you open this as in this Friday uh, or the fall? No, next Friday. So we got okay. a lot of extra time to get everything okay. going, which is good. Yeah, get the temperature back up and you, you'll be rolling. Um, uh, I know you had a couple issues on that putting green. Uh, how'd that come back in? We're going to have sawed it. Oh, really? Yeah. We reseeded, spiked it, and it's just not coming huh. so That's very, it. very, very interesting. Yeah sucks yeah it does suck but you know wish you more or less is why you know why just that one or did, what about the other the little chipping the, green? That putting and chipping green did the same day and there was one little spot on that one yeah but even uh anybody want to talk about it but we're just gonna saw it let me find yeah i mean there's some some of it came in but some of it's just gonna be sodded or we would have to just read redo the whole overseed i don't want to do that so yeah. 
But I mean, you just got to take fucking action. I mean, shit happens, you know. It's and crazy. I, was, I mean, why it? It's like always oh, something. Yeah. Every fucking year, it's something. Yeah, I I definitely agree. Is and that's kind of the reason why we fucking talk about it. You know, I don't want to yeah. put it in. You know, I'm not doing it asking the questions. I know I have. You know, I know that yeah. you've had issues. I'm not sitting here trying. Oh, watch this! I'm gonna fucking throw Dan. No, this yeah. is real life shit that happens. And it's nothing we go out there to do. Yeah. It's just fucking weird shit, you know? Just um, random shit. Mm-hmm. Instead, you know, I seated 40, 40 greens this year. The 38 were perfectly fine. And yeah. Had issues on these two. You know, you've all done the exact same way. Yeah. So I think it was sand. The sand, I think, was wet. And some guy got rolled over. And like compacted and they weighed like a cake that it okay. didn't want to go through. But yeah, it was almost like a, I got. like a tire track went over it. Yeah, or something, you know. Huh. That would make sense, you know, because I saw the lines. They're very uniformed. Yeah. You know, but I mean, if everything went as planned on all the other ones, you'd think you'd at least see some spots. Yeah. You know, but whatever, get it taken care of and fucking you move on. Okay. Yeah, sure. Hopefully it doesn't happen next year, but we're fixing it. That's all you do, you know. Yeah. Um, how's uh everything else good? The same old, same old. Same old shit. Yeah, it's just like right. I don't know. It's just this time of year is always shitty. It's like you we just put out this grass. And it fucking looks good. First cut, striped up. It's awesome. And then you just start excited to see it. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, second golf course, it's like you got germination, then it's freezing, and then it's slow. You know, there's just so just fucking job sometimes. It's like, <laughs> sometimes. No, yeah. it's, it's all the time. It's all the time. It's something. Yeah. It's so, just fucking know. wild. But it's you just keep, grind, keep grinding away. Yeah, it's just yeah. another one in the books. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we say before, in the end, it all looks fine by January. Yeah, in January, um, we should be listening to this conversation and see, like, what the fuck were we worried about? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for January. <laughs> Other than the I'm cold. Ready. Other than the cold, I'm ready for May. <laughs> I, wish we would, I wish we would have had a nice little fall, but next week, hopefully, it'll get up into the 80s. I mean, fucking what we moved yeah. here for. Right. I'm you ready. Know, I'm, this is why we moved here. I'm ready to get back on the golf course. That yeah, means we golf play. courses are growing in. Yeah, uh, we could play my place one of these days. Yeah, let's do it. Uh, when do you want to play? Thursday or Friday? Uh, I can't this week, but okay, next week for sure. Yeah, let's figure something out. It's time to get out. Yeah, for, yeah, definitely. I hit the ball well. I thought. Uh, birdie, birdie three holes. Yeah, we have yeah, birdie ten. Uh, hit the drive up over the trees, landed right next to the fucking green. Nice. Uh, then I birdied twelve. No, sorry, birdied fourteen and birdied sixteen. No shit. Yeah. Nice. Of the nine holes I played, I shot thirty-seven. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That's not bad for me. In random weird holes. Yeah, that driver locked in when you're at my place. Yep, and I was hitting it very well again. 
Well, what's, what's going on with you? Yeah. Uh, same old shit. I've uh, been riding a fucking ton of my mountain bike. Went to uh, up to Pine with Casey yeah. up to his Did parents' you? place. And there's a ride up there. It's called the Fire on the Rim. And it's a bike race that raises money, I believe, for uh, the search and rescue team that work up there. And, you know, the, nice. uh, like the hotshot type guys as well. Yeah. So this year they didn't do it. It was in September. And they didn't do it. So, and I didn't even know they had this race. But uh, we went up there. We decided we were going to go for a ride. And I found this uh, racetrack because it's not much on, like, the trail maps or whatever for trails to ride. So I find this race. All right, let's go do it. It's I think it's 18 miles or some shit like that. And uh, we start right. Well, we get up there, and I did some research. Casey did some research. We get there, and I'm like, dude, did you see the map? Like, and watch the videos? And he's like, yeah. I said we're gonna climb two and a half miles at a 22 percent grade. 22 <laughs> percent grade. For two and a half miles. The, the fuck, your front tire was, you're in such a low gear going straight uphill up this dirt road that your front tire, like every time you pumped, the front tire wanted to pop off the ground. That's no how much of an incline you're on. 22 degrees. <laughs> like the steepest shit you ride in highways is like nine degrees or eight, six degrees on a highway. Oh, really? It was 22 degrees. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. Took us like 45 minutes to get up. We went up 1,700 feet, 1,770 feet in two and a half miles. <laughs> were you just gassed? Oh, it, was, it sucked. There were times I just got off and I was like, I think I can walk this up the hill faster than I can ride it. And we were up towards the top and I was fucking kind of hiking up behind it in case he was in front of me. And I was basically staying with him and I was walking, he was riding. That's really? How, yeah, that's how slow the climb was. Yeah, it was fucking nuts for them. We were gassed <laughs> two and a half miles in. Shit, now we got fucking 16 more to go or whatever it was. But uh, yeah, we fucked up, missed the trail, and I don't know, we got 16 or so miles in, but it was, uh, yeah, two and a half miles, 22% grade. <laughs> fucking crazy. But did it, I guess. Uh, yeah. Then uh, went out and rode around the house, and uh, we're going to go ride tomorrow. Been on that thing a fucking ton. So that's a good nice. thing. Nice. And, uh, but I think uh, also the next step, I think uh, next month, I'm going to go check out a jiu-jitsu gym. Are you going to do it? Yeah. Uh, and I meant to ask Ken about it. I talked yeah. to him for a while about it today. It's, uh, it sounds pretty fucking badass. He loves it. Um, yeah. and he's brandy new to it and he's only doing it because he hates going to the gym. Yeah. Right. You know, just, and it's just something else. Uh, but he said, he's got one dude that's, you know, they kind of spot together because they're the same size, same kind of weight class or whatever, but this kid's never done jujitsu or he's done it for less time than Ken has. The only issue is he wrestled his whole life and then wrestled collegiately. So he's got, <laughs> so he's got all the basics down. Can yeah. the dude just whips my ass. I'm like, Oh yeah. Fuck. Yeah. You know, but who cares? Yeah. You know, right. Soon That's the better fight. workout. Exactly. It's fighting for your life. You yeah. Know? So I definitely, I'm going to go check it out. Uh, just to do something else. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And I think everything I hear about it, it'll fucking help my, the brain. You know, it's good for the fucking soul. So fuck it. Uh, but 
definitely riding the bike has been a blast. Yeah. So. But other than that, let's play some golf next week for sure. Yeah, We're definitely going to get out. Let's do it. But let's end this bad boy. Yeah. Get um, out of here. Go to bed. Uh, thank oh. you, everybody, again. Thank you once again, Ken, coming on and uh, pushing his little business, Power West Turf Supplies. Uh, download the app or just get on the internet and go to their website and order through them. Punch in Jingweeds in the promo code when you spend 250 bucks or more and get your ship shipped to you for free because we learned that it's very expensive to do an eight That's foot right. box by one inch round. <laughs> so type in that promo code and uh, we'll take care of you. Thanks once again, everybody. We will uh, catch up with you next week. Later. See you guys. Love you, mom and dad. Stay pissed. Stay pissed. Shit, I lost so, my train of thought. There you go. Well, Big time, my brain was in fog land. And then played three games of volleyball, got fucking smoked. Oh, um, I just got a text that said, uh, single mom looking for cock. Oh, nice. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> how, how do you even get my number?